Welcome to the Free Your Fears podcast. If you have always had that feeling deep down that you are here to do big things with your life and you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. This is your one-stop shop for no bullshit advice on how to break through your limitations, stop playing small and create the life and business you desire. I am your host, Caitlin from Complete by Caitlin, and I help ambitious women break out of self-sabotage so they can stand in their power and create the impact and income they want. I'm so excited you are here, and I cannot wait to jump into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome back to the Free Your Fears podcast. I'm super excited for this week because last week I jumped on Instagram live and did a Story, uh, story <laughs> and live on the seven myths of shadow work. I went through all of the things and the misconceptions that I hear that I think are scaring people away from wanting to do this work and really dig into the things that are holding them back, the parts of them that feel limiting, that they don't fully own or love, the parts of them that feel judgmental and scared of criticism, all of those things. And I gave away a lot of reasons that this work is so important and not even just for your own mental well-being and feeling good about yourself and having self-confidence and self-esteem and you know knowing that you can do anything but it it serves the whole world and shadow work really will have a profound effect on everyone if everyone does it because it means we take full ownership of who we are and how we show up and we don't have things just kind of like popping out of the darkness when we least expect it or when our defenses are down. So it just makes us feel better. It means that we can drop the guilt. We can live a better life and just feel fully integrated. So I hope that you absolutely love this episode and you get so much out of it and you are inspired to go and do shadow work so you can start seeing all of the amazing effects, all of the amazing results that you get when you can dive into this body of work and feel deeply held and safe to just be all of you. All right, let's dive in. Hmm. Hello, beautiful souls. Oh, I'm really excited to do this live today. Um, I'm also recording my podcast at the same time. So if you don't watch the live or you don't, you prefer to listen to audio, I will also be putting this on my podcast. So if you're tuning in from Instagram, hello. If you're tuning in from the podcast, also hello. <sighs> I really wanted to talk about the misconceptions and myths around shadow work because I think that it has maybe a little bit of a scary, bad, I don't know, connotation. And it's something that I hear all the time. Like, you know, I picture the shadow as literally a like dark force or a ghost or a demon or a gremlin or something like this and it's just not the case um, and I think that when we believe it is a demon or gremlin or whatever it makes it even scarier to even think about doing this sort of work or confronting that side of us because we already are seeing it in a negative light and so we're going to want to avoid it because that's what the brain does it, it doesn't want us to see anything quote-unquote bad about ourselves that's the ego's way of survival and so instead of looking we just go oh no that doesn't feel safe that doesn't feel okay um maybe I don't need to do that I'm fine I don't have a shadow whatever it is 
and it's it's just not the case and that's what I want to bring to you guys today is like whatever you're believing around shadow work if it's got a negative connotation I'm going to do my very best <laughs> to share my beliefs around it and of course if you don't believe my beliefs then that's totally cool because we're sovereign beings we can take or leave whatever we want um, but I'm going to share my experience of this work and how it's really helped me so if you have any questions that come up feel free to drop them and I will answer as we go but the one thing I find the most is we are so afraid of people finding out that we aren't who we say we are and so we put on this huge front. Hey guys, hey everyone, just jumping on. Um, we put on this huge front to hide what we know to be true about ourselves, right? So we're like, we have these thoughts or we've behaved in certain ways in the past or something comes out and we're like, oh, I don't like that part and no one else is going to like that part or accept that part. And so we go around in our life, in our day-to-day -day life, trying to hide this part. All these parts. There's, there's a lot of them. That's what I figured out. And so I imagine this, and this is how it's been described in books and stuff that I've read as well, is it's like having a big beach ball, like inflated beach ball, and you're in the water and you're trying to hold it down. And so we put so much energy into holding it down and we hold it down using people pleasing, not setting boundaries, not going after our goals, um, trying to make like everyone else happy to prove that we are like these amazing good people. And, and that's how we like prove ourselves. And then we're so exhausted that the beach ball can't stay down forever. And so it will start to like come out and this might come out we might lash out, we might yell at someone, we may, um, what else do we do? We get road rage. That's a huge one. I used to be like, I don't have anger problems. And then I'd get behind the wheel of car and be like, this motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And like, just go off my head. And it really was because I was disowning my anger. I was disowning this part of me that was more fiery and feisty. And I didn't, ever speak up for my own needs or my own boundaries because I didn't want to upset everyone else because I was trying to prove myself to the world. And then of course we feel guilty <laughs> when this happens and we're like, oh, I'm so bad. And we try to dissociate from that feeling. And so we use food, alcohol, Netflix, social media, more people pleasing, all of it to uh, like counteract that part of us and then create the same thing. And what I found is that most people are walking around in this life very dissociated um, and feeling disconnected from their true essence. And they feel like they can't be their authentic self because if we like our authentic self has every part, right? Like it is all the all the things we deem good and deem bad. But you're not going to ever feel authentic if you can't look or accept the things that you're uh, refusing to look at. So here's what I found is that most people have more reasons and they have more confidence in their excuses than they do in their dreams, right? And the reason is because we have so many subconscious blocks that stops us from fully stepping in. And so if you find that it's really easy for you to be like, I have all of these dreams, I have all of these goals, I know all the things I wanna do, and then you don't do them, this is where the shadow is coming in. This is where those subconscious blocks are coming in. And, you've probably figured out and you've probably done 
heaps of personal development, you figured out that you can have all the affirmations, you can do all that sort of stuff, but you can't high vibe yourself away from this stuff. And I wish that you could, <laughs> but you can't. And a lot of the things I see is that we start doing personal development, we get all the tools, we start feeling better. Um, we like achieve a few goals, we start reframing a few thoughts, and then we hit this wall. And we're like, I know all the tools, but I'm just not using them. My limiting beliefs just aren't going away, whatever it is. And this is where it all comes in. So I'm going to share with you seven myths around shadow work today. And I'm also going to try to make this a lighter topic because I don't want it to feel so fucking heavy all the time. <laughs> I don't want it to be like, oh, shadow is so dark, gloomy, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not. And you can actually have a lot of fun with it. And I've learned to do shadow work and make it fun and make it lighter and make it easier to integrate these parts of us because it doesn't always have to feel bleh. Okay, so number one, shadow work is scary. No, <laughs> like it's not. It's actually a really beautiful part of us and you aren't going to find anything that you can't handle you aren't going to find I mean sometimes when I'm leading embodiments and I'm doing this work with my clients yes the the our shadow that we meet and that we see may appear scary at first but as we actually meet these parts of us and learn to talk to them and learn to have a relationship with them their scariness really dies off very quickly <laughs> And we start to see that this part is very innocent, it's very young, um, and its face starts to change. And so if you're really afraid of like, turn, you know, you're going to look and there's some monster that's going to attack you or hold you hostage or whatever it is, it's not going to happen. And also you always have free will. <laughs> you always have like higher consciousness, you're a sovereign being. And if you're doing this work in a safe container, your coach will always be able to pull you out of it. And that's why I do shadow work with my clients and I run shadow work containers because I want you guys to know that you are so deeply safely held in that experience and also to guide you to see that there's nothing that scary about it, but you have to be willing to try first. So number two is that focusing on the shadow will block you from manifesting. And this is something that's really come out of the sort of like super light, toxic positivity um, aspects of personal development, which I always found left me feeling super broken and fucked. So if you do feel like that um, and you feel like there's something missing, then I want you to know like personal development and manifesting and all of it is a whole and integrated thing. Okay. And by focusing on the shadow doesn't mean you're going to stop yourself from manifesting. It's not going to make you low vibe. It's not going to make you a bad person. It's not going to mean that, oh, I have these parts of me that I don't particularly like, and therefore I'm undeserving. It actually does the total opposite. Because if there's a part of you that you're hiding there's a part of you that you're disowning. It doesn't matter how many affirmations, how many visualizations, how many whatever dance parties you have, there's a disconnect and you can feel it. You can feel it. You're like, it's almost like I'm pretending to be worthy because I want to, I want to manifest the things, but I don't really believe it. And when you're actually in this whole and integrated aspect what you'll find is that you manifest way more 
because there's not one part of you that's denying anything or any parts of you that doesn't think that you should have it. So all parts of you are welcome and all parts of you believe that you can have the thing. Therefore, you become like super attractor, as Gabby Bernstein would call it, highly magnetic and very like, it's like magnetic, really. It's this magnetism about you and people can feel when you are really whole and really integrated and a really grounded energy because you're not trying to prove yourself anymore. And so you're going to really step into this more powerful version where you don't need to be people pleasing or trying to hide or trying to prove yourself anymore. It's just like, I can relax. <laughs> I can actually chill. I can take a day off. It's all good. I can say no. I can do all these things. And the guilt phew, starts to go. Next myth. The shadow is all bad. No. <laughs> Again. No. Because it's actually just disowned parts. And there is actually no good or bad in the world. Good, good or bad is an ego concept. And it's because that's how we are conditioned to survive in the planet. So we all have to have our ego um, conditioned so we can survive in society. And when we are conditioned, it's like mom, dad, caregivers, teachers, friends, they say, no, you can't do that. that. That's bad. It's bad because it affects other people negatively. And that's how we survive as a tribe. And this is good because it, whatever, it helps everyone else survive. It helps me feel better. All that sort of crap. So there is actually no good or bad technically. It's just how we've built a construct as society. And so when we're looking at the shadow, it's actually not like, oh, there's, you know, the things I don't like about myself. There's my brattiness and my bitchiness and my judgments and my selfishness and all of those things. There's everything, everything disowned. So if you were raised in a household that um, said, you know, as a child, you're very, you're very confident. You're quite boisterous, you're quite loud. And you were like, this is what I think. This is what I believe. You're quite opinionated. And you come from a family who is like, no, no, like you have to be quiet. You have to be a good girl. You have to be, um, not be quiet. I just said that, but you just, you can't show those aspects. It's unsafe. And so you go, oh, it's unsafe to be confident and loud and to speak my truth and to set boundaries. And so all of that ends up in the shadow as well because you've disowned your confidence, right? And this is where the projection comes in, is that we actually can see, we can see all of our shadow, the gold and the things that we don't like as much <laughs> um, in everyone else. So if you're in a lot of comparison and you're feeling like that person's more confident, that person's got um, more magnetism, that person's got all of these things that I don't have, it's actually because you do have them, you just haven't reclaimed them and you haven't owned them. And so shadow work isn't just about quote unquote bad things and there is nothing bad, but you know what I mean? It's not about just the selfishness, it's all of it. And so if you don't believe you're confident doing shadow work, you're gonna reclaim that part of you, which is awesome, if you ask me. <laughs> Next myth is the shadow must be defeated. Shadow work is not about defeating, right? It is, <laughs> that's the reason we have a shadow in the first place. Is <laughs> that we're like, oh, you know, I have these things and the people around me have said that they're unacceptable and so I need to get rid of them. I need to hide them. They need to go away. And so we start trying to like, mm, trying to push it, wait, get rid of it. But it's 
you can't, right? You can never, you can never actually do this. And that's why the shadow holds its power in the first place is because whether or not you want to own it or not, it's there. And it's going to come out when you least expect it. And it comes out in judgments. It comes out when we yell at our partner when they have done something and it's like just the tip of the iceberg. And we're like, that's it. And we just, and we explode. And we're like, oh no. And then we really stuff up our, I'm a nice girl <laughs> vibe. And we're like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. Or, Ugh. And we start feeling really guilty. And so when we own our shadow, instead of defeating it, we integrate it properly and those that doesn't happen anymore. We stop being explosive, we stop lashing out, we stop people pleasing, um, we stop doing all of these things because when something's healthy and integrated, we can choose whether we want to call on that trait or not. And this is something I'll go through in a myth in a couple of myths. <laughs> um, but it's it really is about acceptance. Cool. Next one. Shadow work is a temporary thing. Unfortunately, I would love, love to give you guys a thing that you could do the checklist and just do the couple of activities and we're good. Shadow work is integrated. I'm good. On we go. But unfortunately, it's not. And it takes a lot of radical awareness and it takes a lot of responsibility. And this is why I've built a program that is about giving you those tools to the, to go in this lifelong journey, because I don't want you guys to come into something and then not walk away with what you need to make sure you continually integrate over the rest of your life because things come up, you know, life happens, triggers that we may have never seen before come up and trigger us. Right. And so if we have tools it means that when things come up in the future, whether in, you're in a coaching container or not, you go, right, I know exactly what to do here. And it, it makes it easier. And it's just knowing it's not temporary, but it also gets way easier. Like when I started shadow work, I remember the first time someone kind of told me about shadow work and I was so triggered. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I can't do this. This doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel safe. Um, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to accept these parts of myself. It's gross. But as I started to lean in and have the courage, I can just tell you that this has radically transformed my life more than anything else. And it's an ongoing process. I didn't just do it once. I do it all the time. Sometimes I just do it for like a little bit of fun. <laughs> um, because that's the thing. I've made it lighter. I've made it easier. I've made it something that... I can work with every day, but not all day. Like I can do a little process to move through something within 20 minutes rather than not moving through it, completely dissociating, going to avoidance, using drugs, alcohol, food, social media, whatever it is to repress, 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 feeling like I hate myself and then eventually it comes out anyway. And so this has allowed me to not have to go through those things anymore which means I don't carry around 10 tons of guilt around doing things that I said I wouldn't do or that didn't align with who I am. It doesn't happen anymore, which is what I want to give you guys because you, it's a, it's a gift. Like it's an absolute gift to be able to feel whole and integrated no matter what you do. 
And that is why I love it. And that's why I'm sharing so much. So we've got two myths left. <laughs> this one. This is number six out of seven. So doing shadow work will change you and accepting these parts of you makes you bad. I touched on this earlier. There is no good or bad. That is a ego and societal construct to help us survive in society. And so we don't go around killing people when we're angry, which is fine. That's a good thing. Um, but accepting that there's a part of you that sometimes get really fucking angry when you're behind the wheel of a car and someone cuts you off and you're like, how dare you, blah, blah, blah. And you want to run them off the road. Accepting that doesn't make you bad. It makes you human. Because <laughs> everyone has it. Every single person in the world has an aspect of them that gets angry, that wants to, that wants to hurt people. But when we suppress it and we pretend like that's never there, sometimes we hurt people. May not be physically, but emotionally, or, you know, um, we leave someone and they don't see it coming because we're, we've had all these stories and constructs in our mind and then we're like, oh, I can't, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave this. And so just because you do shadow work and you accept things that are deemed bad by other people doesn't make you bad. And that's why so many people struggle with this is because they're so afraid of that. But it's not true. And that is the number one thing that's stopping people from doing this work to start with, which is the one thing that keeps them stuck, which is the thing that stops them from feeling whole, feeling self-love, feeling integrated, right? And the more, and this is the best part, the more acceptance you have for yourself, the more acceptance you have for everyone else. And this doesn't mean that you accept them and all of their shit and they get to walk all over you and do all those things. No, that is not, that is still like, holding that's holding on to like people pleasing and not setting boundaries and that's not what this is about when you really do shadow work when you really integrate no one walks all over you anymore right but you can love them from a distance you can say i can see how your upbringing and your belief systems and um the things that you may have learned in life have led you to respond this way or behave this way does that mean I'm going to allow you to do that and project it onto me? No, absolutely not. I'm going to set a boundary, but I can love you anyway. And the last myth is only some people have a shadow and the better I appear, like the less shadow I have. So this is when it's like the lighter the light, the darker the shadow. And if you think about like a, having a super bright light and then you see the shadow that comes off that light, it is darker than having a um, like medium sort of light. And then you have a bit of a shadow. And if we think about the extreme uh, positions in the world, so the extremes of anything, right? It's always comes with a balance to it. And this is not around, um, like, if you're religious, that's totally fine. This is not about taking away from those views. But when we see very, very religious things happening in the world, 
and they're like, my view's right, I'm the most light, my God's correct, blah, blah, blah. Like they're really high on that. Then they have a shadow and it gets projected onto other religions and that's what causes wars, okay? And even if we think about homophobia, right? Homophobes think that they are righteous. They think that they are more pure, more clean, um, a better human, and they really stand in that. And so it get their shadow, their uh, disapproval of anything that might have any similarities to what they are saying is wrong. They reject, they reject, they push it down, and then it comes out as violence a lot of the time. And so that's what we see in society is this lighter light is darker shadow. And so it's not that only some people have a shadow and if you're super pure, then you don't have one. No, everyone has a shadow because it's a natural part of development, of human development. And I've, I've said that the whole way through. We are born with every single trait. If you look at children, they are selfish. <laughs> like they're like, no, Tommy, that's my fucking toy. Like, no, I don't want to share it, mom. Why would you make me share it? And they don't, they just want everything for themselves. But over time, we go, no, don't be selfish. You got to share. You got to look after your brother. You got to do this. And so they're like, selfishness is bad. And so they become selfless. And that over time turns into not having boundaries, having to look after everyone else. And you'll see this usually quite a martyring um, person come out from that denial of their selfishness. So... This quote is like, we dissociate from what we disapprove of and we learn what we disapprove of from the people around us. And so every single person has it. And I want you to know that it's so lovable and you can do this work with such grace and you can be held in a really safe space. And look, it's not for everyone at the start. Like if you're really just early on in your personal development journey and you haven't learned the tools around self-compassion, these are all things I teach and I would always start with self-compassion and responsibility. But if you are someone who really wants to step in and own yourself and to feel like everything that life has to offer and stop feeling like you have to hide certain parts of you or you need to prove yourself or prove your worth through maybe hustling or working or people pleasing, always saying yes or whatever it is, if you're someone who just doesn't want to do that anymore and you want to feel whole and integrated, then this really is the work for you. Cool? And I love it, obviously, it's why I'm doing this. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie when I say it's not, it's, it's always easy. It's not always easy. But I make it as easy as possible. And because of this work, I have way less resentment for those around me. I don't have to hold guilt anymore. Um, I don't rely on drugs and alcohol. I can be so upfront and vulnerable and honest with people. And I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was possible to feel like this. And so it's just... If you want to feel different, I honestly believe that this is the way through is by having the courage to own all of these aspects, to having the courage to turn the light on and see what's stopping you from believing you are truly worthy. 
because that's self-love. That's real self-love. Self-love isn't just going, oh, I love that I'm kind and compassionate and empathetic. And of course, those things are absolutely beautiful. But true self-love is being like, I love myself even when I'm a bitch. I love myself even when I'm judgmental. I love myself even when I do something I don't agree with. And that comes from this work and learning to accept. And then you usually, like 99% of the time, you stop doing those things you don't agree with anyway. Because you do this work, it gets to let go. So if you are feeling called to this work, I have literally one spot left in my five-week journey where we will be journeying this, all of the shadow work, understanding how it shows up, reclaiming the golden shadows. So anything where you're like, they're more confident, that sort of stuff, you get to reclaim all of it. And we'll journey really deeply and I'll hold a really safe space for you to be able to go in and start to love yourself fully and step into your full power. Because when you own everything about yourself, when you stop denying that anything's there, you stop being afraid of criticism. You stop being afraid of what someone's going to say. So you get to show up fully and you get to do whatever the fuck you want in your life because you're not afraid anymore because there's nothing to hide. Why would I hide me when I accept all of me? And that's why most people don't want to show up in their lives because they're trying to hide these parts. So if you are curious about that, please send me a message. This is a group program. I also have two one-on-one spots to journey into shadow work. So if you are interested in either of those, message me and find out if you are a good fit. Again, it's not for everyone and that's totally fine. But if you think that you are, then message me and we will go from there and have a chat But I hope that this has helped debunk some of those myths for you, that you've learned something new today. And keep following me if you want to keep learning about this. I'll keep sharing. I'll share prompts. I'll share meditations. I'll keep doing all of that. Because no matter what, if even if you don't join this journey, I want you guys to be able to do your own work in your own time and feel amazing about yourselves. Okay? I love you all. Thank you all for watching and I'll see you super soon.